Good morning. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Say good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. That's right. High fives. You did it. Uh, we have a very special podcast episode tonight. Well, we're recording at night. And it is with me, Cass, and with Dane. So Dane is my 15-year-old. My 15-year-old, and we're kind of going through the uh, the struggles of being a teenager and being a mom of a teenager together, which is exciting because what do I always tell you? Uh, you've never been the parent of a teenager before. <laughs> yeah. I remind Dane all the time that, I mean, listen, this is the first time I have ever been a parent of a teenager before. And his advice to me the other day was to stop reminding him of that. But, <laughs> but um, my, my dad taught communications for the city of Salt Lake City. And so communication has been a big thing that I've tried to implement with Dane and with Bridget and with Brian. And uh, how do you feel that, how do you feel I'm doing? Pretty good. Yeah? Do I ask you a lot of questions? Sometimes. What are my questions usually like? Uh, just stuff about school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do I ask you, do I get into specifics or I just... Oh, yeah, you usually get into specifics. You try to. So, something that I've... That we do after school is we'll talk about what was the best thing about your day. What was the worst thing about your day. Uh, I'll try and challenge you to, what are some of the challenges I give you? Um, like make someone smile usually. Mm Mm-hmm. My challenges for you are to make someone smile. But I think that something that is happening just worldwide with parents and teens is a disconnect and that parents aren't sure how to communicate. And... It's tricky because teens all of a sudden, they turn on you. And mm-hmm. like you go from being like the coolest person in the world who's invincible to all of a sudden being like super annoying with too many rules and being too strict. But I think that with such a disconnected world, what you do in the home is so important. And uh, even just like hugging each other. What are my rules on hugging? Two hands. So when he gives me a hug, I always say, "Okay, you got to come closer to the microphone." Oh, okay. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> so what do I always say? I say, "Okay, come over here and give me a hug." What are my guidelines? Um, tight, but not too tight. Two arms in three seconds. <laughs> yeah, about that. You have to hold it at least three seconds, and. We like to have a house where Dane's friends can come over, and I tell him that if he ever comes over with friends, then I'm willing to order food and order drinks so that they can hang out, and I can kind of keep a close watch on them, and I think that I tend to want to be maybe more social or interactive with Dane's friends than he would like me to be. (laughs) Would that be true? Um, I don't know. Not really more reactive. 
feel like a lot of parents are just like kind of in the background, but like you're like a good medium. You're not like intruding, but you're being friendly. It's a good word. No. <laughs> intruding. So we're gonna go through some questions and uh this I hope will if you're wondering how to talk to your teen, and I think that teens are kind of scary because it is such a blow to your confidence. Like here, you're just going through life feeling good about yourself. You've hit your mid thirties, you've got your stride, and then you have a teenager and they're just like, no, that's not cool. No, I don't like that. But I don't feel like that you and I have really gotten to that bad place. I think that we're still in a pretty fantastic place. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that we connect on. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that this is a article from psychology today, and it says a hundred questions to ask your teen other than how was school. So I think that that's my natural thing. When you come in, I'm like, Hey, how was your day? I have you come in and give me a hug. But the answer is always. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. I don't usually say good or bad. I just yeah. So then you have to dig, and one of the best ways that you can do that is to ask interesting questions or questions that are that cannot be answered with a yes or no. So was there anything fun today? No. Did anything cool happen? No. no. But if I say, all right, well, what was the most interesting thing that happened at school today? Then all of a sudden you come up with some really good ideas. Yeah. Like fights and stuff. Are there fights at your school? Yeah, some, some. Not, it's not too bad. So what are the, like, uh, teens around the nation, or around the world, what do you feel that are some of the biggest concerns that teens are going through right now? Um, I don't know. I think a lot of people are struggling with, like, Instagram. I think that Instagram gets, like, people care about it too much. And, um, and, like, people are always taking breaks from Instagram, which is, like, good on them, I guess. But, like, you shouldn't be having to take a break in the first place. Like, <laughs> yeah. If, if you need to take a break, you shouldn't have Instagram in the first place. Uh, and I notice it's, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Snapchat gets way worse of a uh, rep than it actually is. Like, I've heard almost no bad experiences in Snapchat. Like, I think that adults think it's terrible and the devil as you guys say. <laughs> I don't say it's a devil, but I just won't allow you to have it. Yeah. I, I just think it's just, uh, it just gets a bad rep. I think that, um, if you don't want them to have it, like, if you don't want your kids to have Snapchat, then, like, it's not really socially hindering in the slightest. Like, I don't have it, and I don't really care. You're not missing out. You, your friends, you guys find other ways to text each other or to connect mm-hmm. and, so the thing is, like, in when I was in high school, I think one of the hardest parts was if I wasn't invited to something, I just didn't hear about it. I didn't, I just heard about it later, like, on Monday, oh, yeah, we were all hanging out at this person's house, but I literally didn't know about it unless I got into the car and was spying, which sometimes I did, sadly. <laughs> I remember this one time, uh, my friend Bree and I... <coughs> We got in Uncle Lee's truck, and it had zero steering uh, systems. Yeah, but what's it called? Uh, power steering. Yeah. And we went to go spy on our then boyfriends, who actually were on a date dance 
that was like a girl's choice or something. And we decided not to go because our boyfriends were asked by other people or the boys we liked. Anyway, we just kind of spied on them and uh uh-uh. do not press that. It's in the middle of a podcast. It's not... it just says full screen. Yeah. It's bothering me. Mm-mm. Don't get bothered by it. Don't yeah. allow yourself to get bothered <laughs> by my thing over there. Um, anyway, and but for you, you you guys see what's happening so much more because people are posting about it. And the problem with posting about it is for the most part, they're posting kind of like a very glamorous version of what's actually happening. Would you agree with that? I guess. But, like, if I usually don't hear about stuff, if people are hanging out and they don't want people to know, they're not going to be posting on their Instagram because obviously they're going to find out. Yeah, it's true. Um, so do you feel that there's a – what is the biggest problem with Instagram? Do you see it with the girls more or with the guys more? Do you feel like it's – because I know even with adults – it's just a tool for comparison. Mm-hmm. And when you're comparing yourself with anybody else, it is the thief of joy. All of a sudden you feel bad about your hair or bad about your outfit or bad about your clothes. And that doesn't make you feel good. So that's why I think that it's, it's really causing problems with teens, especially because you guys are in such a vital part of your brain development that it can really mess with your confidence as an adult mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on that well i mean i guess just who you follow like if you're having trouble social media it's basically your fault because like i follow brands fashion accounts uh some youtubers mm-hmm. and uh my friends yeah like do you follow me yeah <laughs> yeah i do yeah i do <laughs> yeah. i follow you that's good. High yeah. five for that. We follow each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel like if people are following like like rich people, I I think that happens a lot where people like follow really uh blessed, I guess. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh just like really uh people who go on like really expensive trips and things like that. And just comparing it to their lives, I guess like, that would definitely be, like, a, um, I know trips are a big point, uh, and looks, I think, but I think it's mostly with females, just because of the nature, I guess, of Instagram. It's, like, I think that there, sorry, continue. There's, like, more genres, I guess, to look at, like, there's beauty and, uh, makeup, and, like, there's more areas of where you could compare. Yeah, because, like, Everyone who's popular in those in the like beauty department are obviously gonna be like be- beautiful, and people in the makeup department are gonna know how to use makeup, so yeah. they're beautiful too. So you're so, comparing yourself with these people who are like professionals. Yeah, like it's like comparing yourself with models. I don't even look at the microphone. If you look at the microphone, <laughs> your voice projects to the microphone. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think that it's just like your fault, I guess. So if you're having trouble with it, just like unfollow people who you don't want to see yeah I used to watch I used to follow some real fitness accounts and while I love fitness I am not dedicated on the level that these people are and I would wake up and I'd see that they're having like salmon and broccoli for breakfast and I'm like we are not enough alike for me to follow and feel good about myself I need to unfollow (laughs) this person so that I can still you know pat myself on the back on my fitness goals 
So how would you describe my parenting style? Um, I'm just going to be honest. Uh, overly strict. Uh, and open, I guess. Sometimes, like, you're open to change stuff, but if I, like, even bend a rule, I'm, like, grounded. I remember I was 10 minutes late to curfew and I got grounded for three days. Yeah, but now you know not to be late for curfew. I'm still late, though, sometimes. We don't ground me for three days. It was grounded from your phone. No, it was grounded from friends and phone. I was remember. it? Yeah. That's really mad. <laughs> but, you know, one thing that is hard as a parent is I don't want to be the... I want you to be able to trust my word. Mm. So if I say that I'm going to be somewhere, I want you to trust me. If I say you're going to get grounded if you're not home at this time... I also want you to trust me. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm strict. So what am I strict about? Everything. Like what? Um, electronics specifically. Uh, grades. Curfew. Helmet. Helmet. <laughs> oh. Every mother listening to this is saying, yeah, absolutely. Those are areas to be strict on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But your friend, other friends, I'm sure their parents are strict on that. Not in the slightest. You're, you're the top easily. Top strict. Yeah. But am I also the top fun? Top three. Fun. <laughs> really? Who are the other fun parents? Uh, I don't know. Um, what do I have to do to compete with the fun? Helmets. Oh, no way. Yeah, people don't want to come over to my house and have to wear helmets when they're at school. But, you know that black eye that I'm looking at right now on your face? Yeah. How did you get that? Um, anemacy. No. Yeah. But he fell not, not wearing a helmet because we had a rule of, in the cul-de-sac, you don't have to wear a helmet. And now it's always wear a helmet. Mm-hmm. But those are things that, if I heard somebody got, they fell and they hit their head, and they had a brain injury. The first thing I would do is ask, were they wearing a helmet? And something that I try and remind my kids is the tremendous pressure it is to raise a human. To raise this special soul and this special spirit that has come to me for some reason. And the pressure to keep them safe and to keep them, to teach them skills so that when I'm not there being strict you will still wear a helmet mm-hmm. I wanted to be so ingrained in your head um how do you feel all right where would an awesome place to be to go on a vacation um I like big cities so New York Toronto Boston LA I mm-hmm. like LA a lot um and London. Those are my favorite. I also like to go to Sydney. There's a city that you haven't mentioned that I'm surprised. Two cities you haven't mentioned that you love. What? Barcelona and Bruges. Bruges is a big city. Oh, you're talking about big cities. That's yeah. true. It is a small city. It's a very small city. It's like, it's like a mile across. All right. Okay, here's another question. What do you think of my hairstyle? Uh, In general. Uh, uh, I don't like high ponies, like, personally, so 
I like when you do that. But <laughs> I mean, I think you do good. How do you feel like I'm doing on style? Good. You fit your style. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think aliens exist? Sh- sure, why not? Like, I don't think that we're, like, just, like, statistics, I guess. Like, there's <laughs> no way that only one planet got life out of everything. Like, that's so improbable. Because the universe is always expanding. And we can only see, like, like, isn't it, like, 4% of... Mm, I have no idea. Yeah, it's, it's. I count on you to learn these things and come home and teach me again. Yeah, I'm actually YouTube. <laughs> hey, uh, here's a question. How would you describe your personality? Loud. Loud? Uh-huh. You seem awfully quiet right now to have a loud personality. Yeah, I'm nervous. You are? <laughs> yeah. It's just pretending you're talking to me. Don't be nervous. Yeah. Nervous is, uh, I this is kind of like a, rude, depending where you are. So sorry, UK listeners, but like spazzy. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I could be that sometimes too. How would you describe my personality, other than being your mom? Uh. Um. I don't know. Out there out there is there anything that you would like to learn how to do solder mm. and uh scooter like i want to be able to do it uh get tailspin on the scooter <laughs> on a little razor scooter that'd be so funny like that's why you wanted to buy you wanted to buy a scooter the other day. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. All right. Okay, Jane. What holiday do you really like and why? <sighs> um Does Black Friday count as a holiday? I think so. Okay. Um, I don't really like Thanksgiving or Halloween because I feel like I eat too much and I don't, <laughs> I don't like being full. Then uh, Christmas, I like Christmas, but it's kind of like I like opening presents. I like just like get my presents and open them later. What are you wanting so, for Christmas this year? Um, I really want a new phone. Mm. My phone, I get I my phone's small. You want a bigger phone? No, I want the iPhone 11. Yellow, not the pro model, because who needs three cameras when you already have two, you know? True. Yeah. All right, here's a question for you. Do you know anyone who you you would say has an ideal marriage or relationship? No. Really? Mm-hmm. What are your, what's your reasoning? Because an ideal would be, like, no issues. That doesn't happen. Like, I feel like if you, like... If you don't fight, that's just because you're bottling up your stuff, and that's going to, like, explode. But if you do fight, then that's fighting, so it's not good. So I don't... I think that fighting... I think that arguing is healthy, but it has to be resolved. Mm -hmm. I think that learning how to fight is one one of the gifts of marriage. Oh, actually, the ideal relationship, I think, is Mr. and Mrs. Foreman in that 70s show. 
Uh, yeah, they like they know how to compromise and stuff. Um, and they're both very different, but they know what the other person likes, and they uh, screw up, but they they fix it, I guess. Yep. Do they fight on that show? Def- well, Definitely. Not fight. They they argue, but it doesn't like it's not outburst. Yeah. They quiet arguing. All right. What were the most memorable family trips we've taken so far? That's a weird sound. <laughs> uh, probably our Europe tour. That's my favorite we've been on. Um, memorable? Yeah. Hawaii with the hoops. That was so amazing, huh? Um, and then... All of our Six Flags ones. Oh my gosh, roller coasters on top of roller coasters yeah, on top of crazy. roller coasters. All right. Okay. Do you have a celebrity crush? Mm-mm. That is has to be a lie. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I feel like everyone's like. Oh. Uh. I cannot think of her name. But she's the. She like Wonder Woman or Captain Marvel. No, or... I don't. I feel like everyone that's acting right now is like super old. Hey, it's, watch it. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like everyone's popular right now. Like, there's not very many teen actors. Yeah, that's industry. what I was telling Bridget. I'm like, I want to go see that movie because Brad Pitt is in it, and Brad Pitt has always been one of my celebrity crushes. But Brad Pitt is like old, mm-hmm. and like he, she would never think he's cute. Yeah. Only somebody who would be like a mom would think he's cute. Yeah, like I, I don't know. I think that um, the, the the guitar player from the Regrets. I cannot remember her name. From the Reds. The Regrets. The, the Regrets. Yeah, uh, and she's uh, dating uh, the he's dating she uh, dating Clay from Thirteen Reasons Why. I cannot remember her name. Okay, yeah. we'll look her up. We'll yeah. look her up. Um, what about with school? What do you think that the... What do you think the biggest problems that you guys have at school? Is there bullying? Is... Do you see other kids get bullied at all? I mean, I think that people think that... Like, I always saw this. I thought high school was going to be, like, from Can't Buy Me Love with, like, clicks and, like, you can't sit at certain tables and stuff. I can sit wherever I want. Yeah. But, like... If you're being, if you're like, I don't know, as long as you're friendly, no one really cares. And, but as long as you're not intruding, no, everyone's fine, I guess. What's that one movie about the kid who's running for student government? And he's the most popular kid in school, but nobody can really, like, put a finger on what group he's in. Um, oh my gosh. I don't know. Anyway, one of the things that they were talking about is when you're friendly to everybody, you have friends everywhere. Yeah, like, like Ferris Bueller. Like, I feel like it's a lot more, like, high school's a lot more, like, Ferris Bueller than Breakfast Club. And what are the cliques that you see? What are the groups that you see? Um, there's, uh... Jocks. Like, I don't, I don't really think so. Like, there's football kids, and then... Uh, but most of them are, like, really cool and don't really, like, I feel like cliques is kind of, like, not really a thing. There's student government, which I guess you could consider a clique, because they hang out together sometimes. 
But mainly the only one I can really think about is uh, druggies and people who play Smash Bros during lunch. <laughs> and is drugs a problem in your school? I don't think it's a problem. I think that's a thing, though. Have you ever been offered anything? No, not really. I've been offered as have. a joke. I've been offered as a joke one time. What were you offered? Weed. Really? Yeah. I think, um, I don't, I haven't seen someone smoke a cigarette in real life in a long time. Yeah. Like, Utah's a very clean area. Yeah. Vaping's a thing, um, but I think that if you're gonna do one, definitely vape rather than smoke. <laughs> uh, I, but vaping is more, uh, addicting. Because you can do it more often. Oh well, yeah, but just it depends on what you're using. Like yeah, I know I know people who, uh, like this is like a real thing. It's not like the one person I know. I know like yeah. multiple people who use non-nicotine pods just because of it's fun to do like uh, smoke clouds and stuff. Really? Yeah. Is that something? Have you ever been worried that someone's gonna offer you that? No, because I'm not gonna do it honestly. Like. You've I, already made up your mind, so you're not really worried? Yeah, I guess being addicted is so scary. And I, I'm never going to be able to get my hands on it again, just because, like, I can't order it. Yeah. No one can sell it to me. I'm just <laughs> in the halls, you know, with a shirt tucked in. <laughs> so I can't order anything because the, I have so many packages coming through my house. Like, someone would see it, you know? That's very uh, true. Who's ordering all those packages? You. It's so bad. I've been, I was waiting on a, like a magazine for like a week and every single time I get a package at our door, I'd be really excited. It said cast Martin on the phone, <laughs> Amazon Fulfillment Services. So annoying. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Here's a question. How gross are the school bathrooms? I mean, my school's brand new, so it's not bad, like at all. Um, they still have mirrors on them. So like. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Usually, uh. Mirrors are the first thing to go. Ten years in, mirrors are gone. You know? <laughs> people just, like, people break them. People paint them. Uh, yeah, and the, the security system is so advanced in my school. No one can do anything. Like, I haven't seen real vandalism, like, at our school. Um, what about school shootings? Does that worry you? Do you ever get scared about that? I mean, of course. Like, I don't know. People make jokes about it because everyone's kind of nervous about it. And it's kind of funny like not no it's not funny it's like an uncomfortable like <laughs> yeah it's like a nervous laugh you know yeah um but like at least in my school it's like it's it'd be hard to there's three floors it's really spread out so they could go through one hallway at most so you have like a less than one in nine chance yeah and you feel safe there you feel safe at school mm-hmm I'm not worried about anything. Sometimes uh, people will get like plastic bags and pop them in the hallways, which kind of like that is a scary sound. Yeah, <laughs> my goodness. I know it's not like gunshot, but like it could be. That's that's like with a silencer, I guess. Um, here's another question I think is great. Do you think that teens have it easier or tougher compared to other generations? Uh, easier in a lot of ways, just because of you have technology and stuff, but at the same time, simpler is better in a lot of cases. Like, I kind of wish that we communicated, um, with, like, landmines and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, yes, I had to memorize, 
I had to memorize everybody's phone. And when I called a guy that I liked, I had to ask his mom if I could talk to him. And that was like the most humiliating thing ever. I'd call up, hi, is Robbie there? Hi, is Tyler there? Hi, is Jaron there? And it just makes you feel like, oh my gosh, this mom doesn't want me to talk to their son. Why am I calling? Yeah. And you can just, is it hard to start up conversations with people at school? No, it's not. I think that uh, uh, parents think that people are walking down the halls on their phones and no one talks to each other. It's like almost nobody's on their phone. Lunch, almost nobody's on their phone. Really? It's like people have like a headphone in yeah. at most. And then like people will be sitting on the side with headphones in watching the video. And like people think that it's like taking over our schools or whatever. It's not bad. It's... Yeah, most, like, I know lots of people who don't have phones. I know lots of people who have phones, but I never knew they had a phone. Yeah. Like, the only time I really use my phone during school is free periods and music, because I have 10-minute break times in between classes, you know? Yeah. And I have independent work a lot, like an hour and a half, so I feel like it's it's not that bad. Like, people, I, like, I've never been run into because someone's on their phone. Like, <laughs> just plowed down. Yeah, like, the hallways are so crowded that you couldn't make it through with, with looking at your phone the whole time. Yeah. So, people will pull out their phones uh, at the break points in the um, stairway. Yeah, it's not bad. What advice would you give somebody going to their first day of high school? Um... Relax. It's it looks like it's it looks really stressful. It's um movies are unrealistic. I'd say <laughs> no one's putting a trash can over your head. Yeah, I've been thrown in a trash can before though. I you think have? I think middle school was so much worse than high school. Like teachers suck because they're way more underpaid. Um, <laughs> no one wants to be there. Like, in high school, you feel like people have more of a passion for what they're doing. Yeah, most of them. I have, a, I have a certain teacher, and uh, he does not want to be there. And Like, you can totally tell, but it, that's how most of my teachers were in middle school. So, if the teacher doesn't want to teach, no one's going to listen. And then, then people have bad grades in that class. Like, I, I remember there was, a, there was a class in my middle school, and, like, 60% of the class was failing because the teacher did not want to mm. teach. That is so hard. Yeah. Would you ever want to be a teacher when you're older? Yeah, I thought about it. I think I think it'd be kind of cool. What would be your dream job? Uh, owning a brand, a clothing brand. Yeah. What do you think about my job? I think it's pretty cool. What do you do? Do you notice when I'm gone? What's uh, the difference of when I'm here and when I'm gone? <laughs> um, when you're here, ooh, I feel like we have more family time, I guess. Um, when, you're, when you're not, I can come home, I talk to dad for a little bit, and then I can play video games, and then I, uh, do my stuff if I need to. Yeah, like your instruments? Mm -hmm. Um, what about, uh, what, what is your, what is your first step of getting your dream job? How about that? Um, one great thing about Instagram is, uh, clothing and fashion because I know I'm really big into Tyler the Creator and that whole fan base and I know multiple of the sellers that sell his merchandising like reselling it 
I know multiple of them that have started their own clothing brand and have success. Like this one that I follow has like 3,000 followers, sells out. Like they make like 20 shirts or whatever, something like 35 each. Like on Instagram, you can start a brand and get at least some recognition yeah. with the sponsors and everything. YouTube sponsors. Um, like I, f- I feel like the first thing I would do is make some iron-on shirts, sell them on, try and sell them on Instagram. And wear them around school. Totally. Because if they're cool, someone's going to ask about it. They're going to say, hey, where'd you get that? Mm-hmm. All right. What is your favorite thing that we do together? Shop. Mm. Do I cave? Why is it fun to shop with me? Not You don't cave. You're just open to ideas, I guess. Like, I don't think I've bought something with Dad <laughs> in multiple years. Yeah. Um. And it's just like... I think shopping's fun. Um, it it's more of like a rec- recreational activity than anything. Totally, it's kind of social. We go, we look at different things, talk about style, talk about life. Mm-hmm. And like, just like shopping at Target, I can like talk to you and stuff like that, and like just have small talk. Um, and you gonna sneeze? Yeah. Um, how about this? This is a question I think is actually really a good an interesting question what do you guys do when you're ready to kiss somebody do you find it appropriate do you say hey can I kiss you or I really want to kiss you do you ask for permission how does that work it's so it just depends like um I think that people um overhype kisses like first kisses mine wasn't great it wasn't bad though but like uh, it's um, just that nervousness of it is yeah. the bad part. And like your first kiss with anyone's gonna be like like scary, and it completely depends on the person. I I've never done that, but I, I guarantee I will someday. Ask them. Yeah. Yeah. And for the last question, what do you think that parents could do better to be in touch with the teen generation? Just using from your example of your life or of what you hear that your friends say, stuff like that. Um, understand their hobbies. You don't have to be into them, but, like, YouTube is so useful for, like, if your kid likes video game, which is, like, 60% of the population, mm-hmm. watch, like, a Game Ranks video on a game they like. Just, like, watch... The video with them. Yeah, or, that or just, them. like, watch, like, a like a vocabulary thing, so you can, like, talk to them about it and stuff, and I feel like that's the first step into, like, you actually might, like, get into it. Mm-hmm. Like, I can talk stuff about dad, like, about video games, but I can never talk to them about you, because you don't even know, like... How to work a controller. Yeah, you don't know how to hold a controller. <laughs> that is very true. So just get more into what your kids are into. If you, uh kid likes sports learn um learn the positions like uh if your kid likes football learn what position they are um and learn what position like what the main positions are like terminologies like touchdown yeah uh pass quarterback stuff like that it's basic stuff how do you feel is the most effective way for parents to show love Um, 
getting involved with them. Like, family dinner's good and all, but, like, you can't just depend on family dinner to hold your relationship together. Yeah. Like, uh, one way me and Dad got really close was dirt biking and boating. Mm-hmm. Because we both love that. We both talk about it together. Me got really close because of, uh, I'd say, like, shopping and fashion. And music. Mm-hmm. I love to have you play DJ. Yeah. That's, like, our thing. And I also love when we go on dates. Mm-hmm. I like to spend time with you. Yeah, me too. I think that you are such an amazing person. And you've always been a very, very easy child to raise. Yeah. You've always been such a ray of sunshine. You're freaking great at second. <laughs> I did really good with you, man. All right. Thank you for giving us a look into teens of 2019. Is there anything else that you want to add? Video games aren't bad. They don't <laughs> cause violence. They don't cause school shootings. Most video games is a social activity. And people hate them. Is there a limit to how much is too much, though? Yeah. I think that... Um, you can play an hour here, an hour there, and get up to, like, four hours if you have nothing going on your day. Yeah. I don't think that's bad. A straight session, four hours, that's really bad. Um, you have to, like, take a break. Assess what else needs to be done in the day. Yeah. Like, I think that three to four hours on, like, an Xbox is, like, the limit, but you can't do it in one session. Like, you can have, like, one and a half hours before, do stuff for an hour, and have a one and a half hours after. You know. Do you think that's something that every single day kids should be allowed to do? Three hours? I mean, with school, if you have stuff going on, then you shouldn't, like, video games are, like, a last priority, I'd say, for me. Yeah. Like, I shouldn't be, like, trying to hit a quota. Like, <laughs> like I didn't play video games for, like, a month and a half just because I had stuff going on. Like, basically, when I had golf, I didn't play video games. Yeah. You feel like that's something that you hear your friends, like all their friends are like, oh, my parents and their video game mm. rules. I uh, I have one friends like that. Um, but like one of my friends is plays video games a lot, but he gets paid for it. So his parents are totally fine with this. So just understanding that electronics and communication go hand in hand in this day and age so that your kids really kind of need a device that you would want to be using. All right. Thank you for being my co-host. No problem. I love you. Love you too. Even though I'm a strict parent. Mm-hmm. Don't you feel safe with me though? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to make myself a better right now. Yeah. I never thought I'd be con- considered a strict parent. Yeah, all my friends think so too. Like, I have a friend... That's because that's what you are projecting to them. No, no, they've been over. Um, they've been over quite a lot, you know. Like I've like from what I've seen of Sophie's parents, I mean, my friend Sophie, both her parents are police officers, both of them, and they're both really stressed on tight schedules, and you're stricter than both of them. Maybe it's because I need I'm not as stressed as them, so I can be more strict. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Well, I'm looking for a common denominator here. All right. That makes sense either. <laughs> I'll take a I'll take a I'll take that in consideration. 
Now get to bed. Okay. All right. Uh, goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye now. Uh-uh. Bye. 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 Oh, that's what Steve does, huh? <laughs> Yep. Bye. Bye now. Bye. Cass and Steve. Cass and Steve. Buckle up.